0: Oh, Oh, yeah I dare to be different I dare to be different I dare to be different I dare to be Oh my gosh, I am back. This is Yaya with another episode. I'm telling you, I am on a road. (laughs) How can't you feel it? You feel the love tonight. Anyway, forget it. Anyway, (laughs) you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, all of the Dream Chasers Radio and TV networks on Roku, and soon Amazon. Hey, and I am actually doing a lot of different things, so I'll talk about that another time. But this time, we have a wonder—let me tell you something— You know, Yaya makes her rounds, okay? We make our rounds. Today we have an interview with the director, the writer, and the actor of a film called Blase LA, Mr. Emmanuel, and I'm going to torture this last name. I know it. Osorio? Yes, correct. Ah, I did it. I feel good. Wait, hold on a second. I'm having a moment. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) So how did you get started becoming a filmmaker?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, So basically, it started off with photography. Um, I started doing photography ever since I was a little kid with, uh, you know, a disposable camera, whatnot. Mm. And um, it basically just started from there. And then uh, I tried to express myself through other forms of art. Mm -hmm. Um, and then ultimately I just, it just led me to filmmaking. Um, you know, I love film and, uh, just being, being in a cinematic environment, um, always just inspires me.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when you, when you say cinematic, what do you mean? Did you like, like some movies growing up and all of a sudden said that you, oh my gosh, I have to be a writer and a director. I have to do this
1: uh yeah so it it kind of just started with uh with watching uh the fi- uh, specific filmmakers that I love um mm-hmm. starting with Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. um he he made spy kids and that was a big film that really oh yeah pushed uh pushed that cinematic environment onto me mm-hmm. and then uh shortly after discovering who he was uh, I moved on to like other um directors such as like Tarantino uh, and Kubrick Um, and the real like pivotal moment for me was when I saw when I got to see Pulp Fiction Um, that was a really big game changer because I had never really seen a film made that way Mm -hmm. and um, yeah it was thanks to Pulp Fiction and Tarantino that really like got me got me uh, in the groove of of cinema
0: wow i you know what i love those movies pulp fiction was interesting though i mean that was kind of like on the side i mean it took me like a couple of times to watch it just to understand what was really going on you know quentin tarantino has like this this off the wall kind of way of doing things did you understand the movie right away Or was it something that you had to go back and and look at? And did you, when you did that, did you see more things and be like, wow, I never noticed that I'm going to put that into my art as well?
1: Yeah. You know, um, me, me growing up, uh, and, and having the privilege to be able to just go into a movie theater and, and watch these films and stuff. Um, you know, me being 19, um, it definitely is a different perspective um, yeah. when it comes to how I see these films and how I perceive them. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like watching them twice, yeah, sometimes it's 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 definitely needed, I would say, uh, when it comes to uh, films that are made uh, differently, you know, um, the recipe is just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna come off it's gonna come off a little bit different. Um, So with that being said, I feel like, yeah, uh, it's pretty important sometimes to watch films twice because, you know, there's always little things here and there that you tend to miss when you watch it only
0: once. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now, when you think about your art and you think about the things that you've done so Uh, far, you know, I mean, it's it's you got that you got that done. Blase LA is is. Is a film. It's done. What What did you have to really go through to get that done? Did you go through some ups and downs? Were there any problems that you encountered that you didn't expect?
1: Yeah, um, of course, definitely. Um, you know, when shooting this film, there was even before uh, the script was even written. I had I had curated a couple of ideas, um, and usually when I tend to bring things to life it's always with either like a prop or a location Mm -hmm. um and so given that I am in LA um it can be a little bit difficult sometimes with getting permits and stuff Mm -hmm. um and solidifying locations because there's a lot of landmarks around here and you know you got to be careful with what you're shooting and how it looks and like um you know just the overall vibe on set Right but um yeah, as far as like difficulties go, I would say it was main it would mainly just be like solidifying um little things that would um interfere with shooting and stuff. Mm. But other than that, no, it's it was a pretty smooth
0: shoot. Um yeah. Wow. I admire directors. You know, you guys have to work with the talent. You have to make sure that things go smoothly, permits and all kinds of different things. You know, if you had, if you had a moment that you can go back and reflect, what was the easiest process that you, that you did for this movie set, this, this whole thing? What was the easiest thing?
1: Um, to be very honest with you, I would say just writing the script was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much just like free flowed, um, very like I want to say like just raw and authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had written a short prior to this, but uh, it was it was just like for a class and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it came to Blase Alley. Um, it's It was kind of already written um, to be honest, and it just free flowed. Um, the characters were were very uh, eclectic and vibrant. Um, so I tried to put as much as that and uh, the lifestyle of LA into the script as much as possible.
0: Okay. Now, you guys are listening to Latin filmmaker Emmanuel Osorio today on Dream Chaser's Radio. When you think about before we get into what the movie's about and you can give a description of what the movie's about in a second, but I just wanted to give, you know, because people they want to do this. Some people want to be a filmmaker. They they just don't know what to expect. If you had the if you had the opportunity or when you have the opportunity to do, to do your next project, what would be the one thing that you said you think that would be like the easiest thing or easier now that you know what's going on?
1: Um, the easy, if I were to do this again for the second time, I think everything would be much easier. Um, you know, of course me being 19 and having the first film and especially mm-hmm. here in LA and, with all of the goals that we're uh, trying to set for this film and for uh, the industry in general, um, I would say, um, I'd say maybe like writing, writing just because uh, not, and not specifically writing, more so just finding the story that I want to tell. A lot of times, a lot of times, Uh, there's filmmakers that do filmmaking not necessarily for the art but for the clout Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very important for me as a filmmaker to tell the authentic story and the story that the audiences want to hear because a lot of times um, I, I understand that as a writer it's very important to make sure that your story and what you're envisioning for the big screen comes to life. Mm -hmm. But for me, um, as also as a director and an actor, um, I like to really submerge myself into, uh, my character and into the tone. Um, so I would say if I were to do this again, the hardest thing would just be to pick a a true authentic story really.
0: Mm. I love the fact that you're young, you're 19, you're starting this off, you know, being being that you have such great inspirations. At nineteen years old, most nineteen-year-olds are not doing what you just. I mean, just they don't do that. They at nineteen, they're still playing video games or they're they're on social media or they're working in the mall. Yeah. I mean, come on, tell me why at nineteen you're so much further along than most.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Thank you for bringing that up. Actually. Um, Cause I kind of wanted to segue into the whole, you know, selfie obsessed culture and just Mm -hmm. everybody is, uh, you know, into playing their Xbox and stuff. Um, but for me, I'm just, I don't know. I just kind of grew up with a very, uh, determined attitude to just succeed overall. I mean, I, after all I did grow up here in LA. So, um, you know, you tend to see uh, different sides and, um, Different places of where people come from and and how they live their lives, um, and you know I, I became I became very inspired at a young age to really just aim high and and shoot for the stars because if you fall at least you'll fall on a cloud, um, but you know with Blase La, it's really just about the whole lifestyle. Um, I mean it is it is what it is within the title. It's it's about Blase La and everybody in LA being super blase that they're here. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of teenagers, um, and youth that are not, are not even in Cali. And, uh, they wish they could just experience the lifestyle. Um, you know, there's a, a big, uh, height, a big raise within homelessness. And, um, the jobs that people can obtain have been different. Um, you know, there's the rich and the poor and there's the middle ground. Um, and, you know, I really want to showcase that in Blase LA because everyone always thinks that it's, uh, you know, glitz and glam and high fashion. And yeah, of course it is. It has its moments, definitely, especially with with Oscar season coming around. Um, you yeah. know, that's very big. And, you know, red carpet, celebs, flash bulbs, things like that. But, um, you know, there's always that other side where there's there might be an alley or you don't you don't know what's going on in that alley or or you see a home you don't know who lives in that home um but yeah i I ultimately like i said i just really want to show the true authenticity of los angeles and these eclectic characters that i'm that i'm making Mm, i
0: love that i absolutely love that you know you, you are so much further along so many people out there that started off young and i commend you for that not being distracted you know and not going with the whole thing of oh i gotta get a job but mostly what you said is oh no i gotta make a job <laughs> you gotta make a
1: job oh make exactly. a job yeah exactly um I, that's literally been my whole like pers- like my whole uh Moral to to life is if if I can't get a job somewhere, then I'll then I'll make a job happen Mm -hmm. Um, because in LA there's just opportunity for everyone and um, sometimes there's an opportunity and if you don't show like enough determination or or grittiness to want something, you know, it's not going to be for you. So I think, uh, you know, me being in this industry um, and at such a young age, you know, I just really want to create opportunities and avenues for people, um, so that they can follow my footsteps. Um, you know, nobody's really like putting me onto this. Um, and there's a lot of teenagers now. I don't know if you heard recently, there's the whole ban on, uh, cigarette, electronic cigarettes and vapes and stuff. And, um, yes, that's, yeah, so that's a very big topic. And, um. That there's people that are dying from it there's people that are catching cancer off of that and they're mm-hmm. really young they're, most of them are like middle schoolers high schoolers and college students so it's like you know it's just like I said I, I really just want to create opportunities for others um and avenues in this industry
0: Mm-hmm. wow Wow. It's sad though. It's sad because you think that you, I, I really thought that the the e-cigs and all that stuff would be better uh, served than, you know, just like a regular cigarette, but it kills even faster. Oh yeah. <laughs> it kills even yeah. faster. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I'm glad that you see that. And I'm so happy that, you know, you're doing what you're doing. Now tell me about the movie. Tell me about, the the you know what is blase la what can we expect
1: uh well for blase la i definitely want to say that you can expect color Mm
0: -hmm.
1: color great cinematography and uh just just uh, movie making um movie movie and wave making uh this wave making project that i have um, you know, it's, uh, very much so an insider to LA. It's also, um, it's also a lot of music, um, yeah. you know, in the, within the nineties, it was all about rap and hip hop mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, look at that, look at that genre. People made fun of it when it was coming out and now it's like, you know, trap and hip hop and, and pop and rap are like the biggest genres that we have nowadays. Right. Um, right. So music is definitely another one. Um, and you're going to see a lot of lifestyle. Um, if it's up, it's, it's up. If it's down, it's down. Um, you know, and with Blase LA, I really want to showcase, you know, the cars, um, uh, you know, the, the time capsule that we have here. Um, you know, LA is a very rapidly changing city. And uh, I just really, really just want to take a time capsule right now um, and keep it well protected uh, for future generations to come.
0: Mm. Wow. And, and I commend you for that. Thank you so much for being on the show. You guys, you have to tune in. When this, When is this coming out, by the way? Or is it out already?
1: Oh, oh yeah. No, it's going to be coming out uh, this upcoming summer. Okay um yeah and uh the goal with this film is to premiere it at, at the Cannes film festival nice and then
0: uh yeah and then this is going to be all for 2020 for the summer of 2020 mm-hmm. yeah oh congratulations emmanuel i am so happy for you you're gonna have to let us know when that happens so that we can go ahead and you know like brag on on dream chases radio some kind of way <laughs> So make sure that we get this out for you oh man that is exciting i'm excited about it than you are, I'm sure. I'm sure because you know, I'm older, so I'm, I can brag about this you know. <laughs> on my show before his movie came out. You know, now he's like this big time filmmaker. You know, you want to be in the show, I could call Emmanuel right now and just let you yeah, no problem. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, <I> just... <laughs> of course, yeah, I'm, su- I'm super glad you're excited. Um, definitely, you know,
1: we really, we're, re- yeah, we're really anticipating this for Can, and you know, it's just. Blase L.A. is going to be playing in theaters in 2020, summer 2020. So wow. So get ready.
0: Yeah. Where can people reach you? Where can they go and see more about you and, and about your filmmaking and your photography and everything?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I can be easily reached on my Insta. Um, my Instagram is at Emmanuel, the director, no spaces. And Emmanuel spelled with two M's.
0: I got it. And so we will make sure to put that up on this, this uh, interview right below. You guys know the drill. All you have to do is go ahead and copy and paste that into your browser. It's going to be in our description box right below this interview. Emmanuel, thank you so much for being on the show. Are, is, are there any people that you want to thank? I mean, this is a very big production for you. Oh, yes, of
1: course. Thank you so much. Um, you know, first and foremost, I just want to go ahead uh, and thank you for having me on the show, of course. Oh thank you um and uh i just want to thank thank god for giving me this gift um to be able to express myself through art and to be able to give them a show as well Mm -hmm. um and also i just want to thank christopher morrissey give him a shout out because if it wasn't for him none of this would be even remotely possible so shout out to chris morrissey
0: Chris, yay. All right, no, I'm sorry. Yes, definitely, definitely. You, you you, know, you have to have those people that are behind you 100%, 110%. And when you do have those people, it's so worthwhile. And it's such an easy project to do when you have the support that you need behind you. Thank you so much, Emmanuel, for being on the show. I appreciate it so much. And I can't wait for it to premiere. And we're going to dictate, we're going to say it's going to premiere on the can. It's right, on can. That's right, that's right. Yes, yes. Thank you so
1: much for having me. Blog LA 2020.
0: That's it. In the summer.